Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt. A billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News for Wednesday, November 16th, 2022. Stand up for your country. So Donald Trump back in the game, he's channeling Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, I don't know how many of you uh, realize that I'm a big Teddy guy. He lived about 15 miles east of me here on Long Island. Magnificent place, Sagamore Hill. If you're ever around, go up and see it. Um, and Teddy was quite, quite the character. So Teddy Roosevelt um, left office in 1908, and uh, William Taft took over as president. Teddy didn't like Taft, all right? So Teddy decided in, in 1912 to run again as a populist, almost exactly like Donald Trump is running. Trump's not a party guy. He's running as a populist. So Teddy ran as a populist. He thought he could beat Taft and Woodrow Wilson. So the third party, Bull Moose Party. Well, Teddy got his butt kicked. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't do well. And, but he brought Taft down, and Wilson became president for eight years. And some people say Wilson was a dreadful president. He's a very controversial guy. So I, I was thinking about Teddy when I was watching the Trump speech last night because it was uh, an interesting exercise in populism. 
As I said, Trump is not a doctrinaire conservative or a Republican Party guy, but he has to run on that ticket. But I don't know if the ticket is going to embrace him. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So it is a tough pathway for Donald Trump. There are 538 electoral votes altogether in this country. 270 are needed to win the presidency. Trump cannot win 210 of those. Those states will not vote for him under any circumstances. He can win 219. That leaves 109 electoral votes up for grabs in eight states, including Michigan, Wisconsin, and Pennsylvania, all problematic for Donald Trump. He's got to win two of the three of those. Now, what he has going for him, an advantage that Trump has, is that things in America will get worse in the next two years because Joe Biden is so incompetent. It's almost beyond belief if you are following what's happening at the southern border. It's, it's almost beyond belief that a sitting president of the United States would make no attempt to stem millions of foreign nationals from illegally entering this country. And Biden will not do it. And he's not going to do it. Okay? So that, the economy, violent crime, foreign relations, all are going to get worse in the next two years because Biden cannot govern this country. And, of course, he's not going to run again. All right? His own party doesn't want him to run again. That's a huge advantage for Donald Trump because the way it is now, okay, in November 2022 is not the way it's going to be in January 2024 when the campaign will start in earnest. The disadvantage that Trump has is that he has a competitor who is very successful. Now would be Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. DeSantis was the big winner last week in a midterm vote. There's no doubt about it. He is on the world stage. He wants to run for president. He is raising money. He is visiting other states. He is doing what he has to do to lay the groundwork. Now, unlike Trump, DeSantis can't start running tomorrow and announce. He can't. He was just reelected as governor. He's got to govern Florida for at least a year. He's got to. So Trump can do the rallies, can run around, he can do whatever he wants, reignite the MAGA base. That's why. The speech was held last night. Trump knew that DeSantis was gaining momentum and he had to get out there and reignite his base. I don't know whether it's going to work or not. Okay, because there are Republicans who have had enough of Donald Trump. Maybe you (laughs) watching tonight. So it's a division and the division hurts the Republican Party. All the Democrats want is a bloody primary between DeSantis and Trump. That's what they're praying for to injure the party, just like Teddy Roosevelt and William Taft. The same thing. Okay. So the speech last night for the first 18 minutes was stellar when you are looking at it from a political point of view, not a party or ideological point of view. Political. It was a very sharp speech. No mention of 2020 election. Thank God. Americans do not want to hear that, okay? The first round of the speech was what Trump accomplished, and he did accomplish quite a few good things for this country. Anyone who says he did not is lying to you or so stupid 
you shouldn't be having a conversation with them anyway, one or the other. So Trump, you know, rolled out his accomplishments and he kept them tight so everybody could understand. Then he went into attacking Biden, which is pretty easy at this point. Roll soundbite one. Now we have a president who falls asleep at global conferences, <laughs> was held in contempt by the British Parliament over Afghanistan. Thanks to the words of wisdom, he said thank you to the wrong country for inviting him to a major summit on the environment, of all things. They fly for days to get there, and then he calls the country a name that was actually a country on another continent. <laughs> and he's leading us to the brink of nuclear war, a concept unimaginable just two short years ago. Okay, so, I mean, that's not hard to do. You just take and disassemble Joe Biden, and uh, Republicans want to hear that. I don't know how many independents want to hear it, but independents should be listening to that. And then Trump lowers the boom. Go. It's crazy what's happening. We can't let it continue. Joe Biden is the face of left-wing failure and Washington corruption. He had a big G20 dinner tonight. Everybody flew over to wherever they flew over. And guess what? He never showed up. They're still looking for him. What's going on? That's true. He didn't show up at the big dinner, Biden, which I said yesterday was almost unheard of for the leader of the free world, particularly when you had that missile thing in Poland, which we'll get to. Okay, so for the first 18 minutes, good speech. But the speech lasted one hour and four minutes and 19 seconds. So Donald Trump then went into the Dion zone. Remember Dion, the singer, the wanderer? Great song. And, and he just started to wander all over the place. And he, he, somebody told him, don't be a bomb thrower, don't be hysterical out there. So he was lower key than usual. But an hour and four minutes? No, no. That speech should have wrapped up in 20 minutes. That's all you need. Get your point across, get the crowd jazzed, and get off. So that tells me that still management of the Trump campaign is not where it should be. Okay? You can't be rambling on for an hour. He will. He, you know, he'll have his rallies, and that's what he'll do. Now, I wrote a message of the day that predicts what will happen now. Oh, and I hope you read it on BillOReilly.com. You don't have to be a member. Every morning, a message of the day. Go in. I'm going to Here's what's going to happen now. Here's how the media is going to treat Trump. Here's going to, this is what is likely to happen. I can predict with certainty about the media. I can't predict the political nature of this because I don't know how bad things are going to get in America. They're going to get bad, but I don't know how bad. And I don't know the relationship between DeSantis and Trump. If they go at each other in mutual destruction, the Democrats win. And I'm sure of that. So that's where we are today. And again, it is a tough pathway for Trump. Not impossible because of Biden's incompetence. Okay, let's do this missile thing. So I'm on the air yesterday on the No Spin News, and I hope many of you saw it and listened to it. 
And in my ear, right here, there's, there's a, an electronic gizmo where my producer can talk directly to me. So she says, a Russian missile just killed two people in Poland. All right? And I'm talking to you as I'm hearing this in my ear. So I have to make an instantaneous decision. Okay, do I report that to you on the No Spin News, or do I wait and see what the situation is? Because it is the fog of war, I waited. I'm experienced journalist enough to know that first reports out of a war zone are almost always wrong. And this thing got totally out of control fast, this missile killing two poor Polish farmers. But we didn't know for sure where the missile came from. Now they say it was a Ukraine air defense missile, not a Russian missile. But who knows? You still don't have the definitive situation. But right after the story broke, unfortunately, there was kind of mini hysteria. Roll the tape. We start here. If World War III begins between Russia and NATO, History, or what's left of it, will note today, November 15th, 2022, as the point of no return. Now, Leland Vittert is a good, solid reporter. And he did a lot of overseas work for Fox when I was there. He made a mistake. He whipped it up. Now, not a big mistake. I mean, but that was echoed by, I saw it last night, Oh, and then Biden himself, without really knowing what the deuce happened, comes out and says this. Go. There was total unanimity among the folks at the table. We also discussed the latest series of Russian missile attacks, which are continuing the brutality and inhumanity that they've demonstrated throughout this war against Ukrainian cities and civilian infrastructures. And uh, it's, they've been totally unconscionable, what they're doing. Totally unconscionable. And that's true, okay? And nothing will happen from this uh, missile thing, um, because I do believe it probably was a Ukrainian defensive missile that went off course and landed in Poland. If I'm wrong, obviously I'll tell you, but it doesn't look like it's going to get, this story probably disappears pretty fast. All right, American politics, let's go to the House. Um, they're still not definitively calling it for the Republicans, but it is going to be a Republican majority in the House of Representatives. I got the number today at 221. That's the O'Reilly number, okay? And uh, 218 is needed for the majority. Now, it is a scandal that California and Alaska and what happened in Nevada and Arizona, there should be federal monitors in there right now. Right now. You can't not count the votes. And California is not counting them. And they're all Republican districts. They're just not counting them. Ah, we're not going to count them. Boom. Federal monitors go in. Okay? But Biden's never going to do that. He doesn't even know about it. <laughs> it's just like that. But it's so frustrating for those of us who want honest elections. Um, now, as we said yesterday, once the Republicans gain control of the House, you say goodbye to Nancy Pelosi, thank God, and then the Republicans have a, a pretty wide range of things they can do. 
They could invent, uh, investigate Hunter Biden. They could investigate why Joe Biden won't take any action on the border, which is a violation of American immigration law. But Biden's violating the law. They could do that in their committee meetings, just like January 6th, Trump, uh, the riot. Republicans could set it up and do all that. And Democrats can't stop them. Okay. And in addition, the House will be a restraint on spending, which we desperately need if we want to bring inflation down. So joining us now uh, from Lakeland, Florida, is former Congressman Dennis Ross, a Republican. He served from 2011 to 2019 in the House. He now is the director of the American Center for Political Leadership at Southeastern University in Florida. So when you uh, saw the Trump announcement last night, as a good Republican, I assume you remain in the Republican Party, what did you think? I was concerned, and please understand, I was one of the few members of Congress that was supportive of Trump early on before he got elected. I spoke at five of his rallies. I was on his transition team. Uh, I was very pleased with the tax reform package we did in December of 2017. Uh, But what sticks in my craw about the Trump administration, I think it will many of the American people, is what happened on January 6th. And, um, you know, I also know Ron DeSantis very well. We served together from 2012 until I left. And he is a very determined politician, very calculating, a chess player that looks down the the line. Uh, I think the American people want to see a unified leader. I think they want somebody that has conservative principles, but doesn't want to divide uh, the nation in applying those principles. So I was concerned. I wasn't surprised at the speech. I wasn't surprised at the length of the speech he gave last night. Uh, And it is business as usual for the former president, who I have a great deal of respect for. And and I think he was one of our best presidents that we've had leading up to January 6th. But do not count out Ron DeSantis. And I think that uh, absent the fact that uh, all the money has been taken out of the political arena by the Trump campaign, that um, there's a there's a there's a good path to victory for Ron DeSantis at this point. Do you think he would go up against Trump in a bloody plight? primary because that would help uh, the Democrats for sure and hurt the Republicans. Well, I also think, you know, President Trump is calculating himself. And I think that that if he could be a kingmaker, knowing that he could not be king again, if that's what the the, the odds are going to show him, uh, there, there's an opportunity that the two could work something out. Uh, but uh, I, I, I've never seen anybody close up as I have with Ron DeSantis being so calculated and so effective. I mean, I remember when when he was trying to get President Trump's attention at the bill signing in December of 2017 to get his endorsement to run for governor of Florida. Uh, I, I mean, he has a game plan that, that he doesn't back down on, and he's been running for president for quite some time. So if the two match up like two heavyweights, it would not be good for the Republican Party. And I think that uh, the American people are not going to want to see uh, the results of that battle. Yeah, I mean, that would be uh, quite something because DeSantis isn't like Trump in the ad hominem attack area. Or oh, correct me if I'm wrong. I mean, no, he, made no, he is of, not. Yeah, he made fun of Chris, the Charlie Chris and all that. But he but Trump's, you know, he goes right for the throat and um, he's already diminished uh, in rhetoric DeSantis a little bit. Now, over to the House of Representatives, it's going to be very tight so that Uh, The Republicans are not going to have a mandate, but the Republicans are going to be in charge of the House. Why is that important, in your opinion, for the country? 
Well, it's very important. When we took over the House in 2011, uh, we had a large majority and had a difficult time passing a conservative agenda. But what we were able to do is to stop the agenda of the left that was done by Harry Reid and President Obama. We became the party of obstruction, the party of no, but we did a lot of work to prevent more liberal policies from being implemented by that administration. Once you have the majority in the House, you control the agenda. You have subpoena power, you have investigatory powers, and you will be able to bring in witnesses to find out why we uh, abandoned uh, not only our, our soldiers and our allies in Afghanistan, but our equipment as well. You can bring in witnesses to find out why Hunter Biden hasn't been investigated. There are a lot of things that you can do and a lot of legislation that you can pass knowing it won't get anywhere, but it will be a message for what will happen in 2024 if you elect all Republicans in both houses and in the White House. Yeah, the problem with the uh, Hunter Biden stuff um, in particular is that independent Americans, which broke for the Democrats and they were the difference in Nevada and Arizona and other states, um, they don't seem to want that. So all Republicans, I yeah, all Republicans want it. All right. And I think if there is evidence that ties Hunter Biden to his father financially, that has to be investigated. That has to. Okay. Well, I, I, um, I agree. Go with ahead. You. Go ahead. No, I was going to say we also saw it in the in the 2020 election. That was the election stolen or not? The, the, the American people don't really want to know anymore. They want to move forward. Yeah. Remember when, when that? Yeah, when Nixon resigned and and Ford pardoned him back in the 70s, people wanted. Well, you can go after Nixon. You can criminal do criminal sanctions and you know penalties against him. But it wasn't for the good of America, and it's cost Ford probably his reelection bid. Yeah. Americans want to go forward. They want to see a brighter future. They're willing to forgive the past as long as they know that they've got a strong, bright future ahead of them with a good leader. Will that apply to Hunter Biden, though? I tell you, there's a base over here in the Republican Party that wants to go after him badly. And, and, and they're going to have to temper that because I don't know, like you said, for the financial uh, relationships that he may have that were done illegally, yes, I think they should go after him. Uh, but to continue to just smear him for political gain. Remember what happened when we had the select committee on Benghazi and um, then uh, leader McCarthy said, look at what we've done to the polls uh, in, in, against Hillary Clinton. He, he said what people didn't want him to say was that this was a political move. And I don't think that the American public want to see us just go after Biden for political gain. If what there's about, merit to it, then go for it. Okay. What about the border though? You could easily impeach Joe Biden for failing to uphold immigration law. Then he took an oath to uphold it and he just won't. That's not a hard thing to do. It's pretty vivid. Do you think that might happen? Well, if you've only got a four vote majority in the House, you might be able to, you know, have a hearing on impeachment, but getting an impeachment proceeding and, and getting an actual impeachment vote uh, against the, the, the president, I think is going to be very difficult with those numbers. Uh, we had a, a nearly 30 vote majority at one time and we couldn't get much done. Nancy Pelosi had a five vote majority and could get everything done. It is a function of leadership and it has to be effective, assertive leadership that gets the agenda passed. Well, but as you know, Pelosi used a different tactic. She said, if you don't vote my way, we're cutting your money off and we're not going to give you a cent for your reelection campaign. And House members are, have to run every two years. That's why she whipped her uh, members into line. It was always my way or no money. Correct. And also, remember when uh, Mark Meadows filed the motion to vacate the chair against John Boehner? 
And that put him at risk to be have the privilege motion called up and they would have voted with all the Democrats and a few of the Freedom Caucus to get rid of John Boehner as speaker. When Nancy Pelosi becomes speaker, she has that removed from her rules so they can't file the motion. I can bet you that when McCarthy, as part of his package to get to become speaker with 218 Republican votes, is going to have to put in the motion to vacate the chair as part of the rules again to keep him in check by his right wing. And, and that's going to prohibit getting a lot of things done uh, under a consensus of 218 Republicans, as we, we used to refer to it as the Hastert rule, that we wouldn't bring anything to the floor unless we had 218 Republicans voting for it. I don't see that happening uh, with, with a slim majority. It's, it almost is going to have to force across the aisle negotiations to get any substantive stuff done. Otherwise, they will be the party of no, which is fine, again, if the left-wing agenda is, is that extreme, then you need to be no. Right. If it's reasonable legislation, you got to compromise. Okay, um, uh, Mr. Ross, we really appreciate it. Very astute, as always. And uh, thanks for taking the time for helping us out today. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming. Might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for 10,000 or 10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Okay, down to Texas, so uh, Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, he's almost the same as DeSantis in his militancy on the border. And he's uh, declared an emergency, an invasion at the border and invoking constitutional powers. Very interesting. So uh, the quote from Abbott is this. I invoke the invasion clauses of the U.S. and Texas Constitution to fully authorize Texas to take unprecedented measures to defend our state against an invasion. Okay. So it is an invasion. No doubt about it. And he's now evoking not only Texas Constitution, but the U.S. Constitution. So what is it about the U.S. Constitution? Well, this is really clever. In uh, Article 4, Section uh, 4, Article 4, Section 4, the U.S. Constitution, it says that each state shall protect the others against invasion. I didn't even know that. Um, so Texas got to protect Maine from millions of people coming in unauthorized. Now, what are what is Abbott going to do? OK, the first thing is he's going to put his National Guard at the border to physically repel immigrants trying to cross illegally. That means they'll be armed. OK, two that he's going to build a border wall, you know, barriers where none exist. He can't build on federal land. 
got to be state land, or he's got to buy the property. He's going to deploy gunboats in the Rio Grande River. Gunboats. Now, are they going to shoot? That's pretty bold. And finally, designate Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations. Well, that's my idea. And we discussed this uh, months ago when I had a meeting with Donald Trump. And I said, look, the only way to stop this is to designate the cartels, the people smugglers, as terrorists. And then you can drone them and kill them, just like you did Soleimani and al-Baghdadi and what I write about in Killing the Killers. They were all assassinated by the U.S. under the designation of being terrorists. And under the Patriot Act, you do it. Well, he's doing the same thing, Abbott, but he doesn't have the authority to do that. So he can't use Texas National Guard or, or whatever to assassinate Mexican citizens. Federal government could under the Patriot Act. I don't never do it. But Trump was that close to doing it, but he made a deal with Obrador, uh, and Obrador stopped it, stopped all the caravans. You may remember that. I know this is a little complicated. If you have any questions, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com, name in town if you wish to opine. Okay, so Texas, very aggressive, no doubt about it. Arizona, it's going to be a tough two years for Arizona. Um, in October, the Border Patrol reports 230,678 migrants were encountered, a record, 40% up from the previous October, 411% increase from Trump's last October. There's no doubt the open border Biden policy has led to catastrophe. And we're not even talking about the drug deaths. The fentanyl heroin deaths, horrible. Biden does not care, period. And that is the truth. Household debt is at uh, the fastest pace in 15 years. Credit cards, so mortgages, credit card debt, and auto loans. Driving household up, $351 billion from July to September rise. So most American families are in debt, big debt. That's what I mean when I say things are not going to get any better. Smart life. So Thanksgiving a week from tomorrow and the dinner, uh, according to the American Farm Bureau, is going to cost 20% more than it did last year. And uh, if you want raw numbers, in 2018, uh, the dinner cost family of four, $62. It'll cost you $82 this year. $20 difference. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay? Don't skimp on Thanksgiving dinner. Have a good time. All right? In fact, I'm adding to my menu. I mean, I want everybody to be happy. I want a great dinner. I, if I have to go into debt, which I don't, but I would, to provide it, I will. But here's how you can save. <laughs> You're not going to like to hear this, many of you. Cut the booze out. The wine, the beer, it's sparkling water, a little lime, a little lemon. You know, it's perfect. Sparkling water is perfect with turkey and all the uh, trimmings. Perfect. 
But I know a lot of people want to get buzzed on Thanksgiving. But if you booze it, that, that'll add to your tab. But if you don't, and you go with the sparkling water tip or regular ice water, then the dinner is not going to cost you much more. Smart life. We have uh, lived the smart life magnets uh, from the BillOReilly.com Christmas store. I love them. I love them. I mean, live the smart life, you know? And that's the only way we're going to survive the next two years, and that's why we're here. Media corruption. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Now, I know I don't have to convince you the media is corrupt. I know you already know it. But the stats are just mind-boggling. So the Media Research Center, conservative group, but their, their data is pretty accurate. Analyze Jimmy Kimmel, Seth Meyers, Jimmy Fallon, Stephen Colbert, James Corden, Trevor Noah. Six shows. From um, September through the election last week, these combined programs had 47 liberal guests and no conservative guests. <laughs> 47 liberal Democrats on, no conservative Republicans, none. Now, that's media corruption because all of these shows are owned by massive corporations that are basically dictating what they do. So they're blacking out any opposing point of view. And they're just towing the liberal line, the democratic line. It does matter, particularly for younger people who think that everybody is liberal. Everybody's Saturday Night Live. You know, all their friends. They don't know there's another point of view, a much more effective point of view if you value problem solving. They don't know. And this what reinforces it. And these corporations... CBS, NBC, ABC, uh, this is what they do. It's incredible. Not one Republican on from September to Election Day. This day in history, uh, 83 years ago, Al Capone was released from prison. Now, why is this important today? There is a reason. So he gets out of prison. He serves seven and a half years on tax evasion. Now, this guy's a murderer, all right? He sold uh, alcohol, illegal alcohol, but he was involved with all the rackets, everything. And he, you know, ordered executions all day long. The Untouchables um, with uh, Robert De Niro playing Al Capone and Kevin Costner playing Elliot Ness, really good movie. It's exaggerated a little bit, but it's good. So if you want to get Al Capone, you watch that movie. Anyway, his wife... May Capone gets him out after seven and a half years saying that he had reduced mental capabilities, which was true. He contracted syphilis and his whole mental uh, state declined. A doctor said he had uh, the mental capacity of a 12-year-old child. Anyway, he dies eight years later, Capone, down in Miami. Now, why... Is, am I telling you this? Because Al Capone corrupted the city of Chicago and the state of Illinois by paying off the politicians. And then if they didn't take the money, killing them or members of their family. He did the same thing with the police agencies, state police and local in Chicago. He corrupted the whole system. It has never been fixed. 
Never. Which is why you have in Chicago now a horrific crime problem. Now, I'm not going to accuse anybody of taking money or anything like that. I can't do it. I don't have the data to back it up. But I will tell you that in law enforcement, something very wrong in that town. In the mayor's office, very wrong. In the governor's office, very wrong. It all started with Al Capone 83 years ago. All right, we got a good mail segment, a final thought that I think you want to hear. We'll be right back. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Let's go to the mail. Eli, a concierge member, uh, gets direct access to me and all the correspondence is private. If Eli or any of our other concierge members have a problem, come to me. I'll try to solve it for you. Anyway, Eli says, Bill, you excluded Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and Pennsylvania in your Trump cannot win list. Because Is that because they're incompetent or fraudulent? No, it's a changing demographic. And in Arizona, Nevada, Georgia, and Pennsylvania, Trump could win all those states. It's possible. If things get worse than they are now, which I believe they will, as I stated, those states may vote Republican. California, Illinois, New York will never. So that is the difference. Francesco, Bill, what are the chances of any Republican nominee winning states like California, New York, Colorado, and the rest? None (laughs) right now. Colorado, maybe, but New York, California, gone. Hubert White, Lawrence, Kansas. Mr. Raleigh, I'm curious, uh, what are your thoughts about ranked choice voting being used in Alaska? A disaster. Still don't know out of Alaska now. Still don't know. Eight days. We don't know. Awful. Awful. Paul Lassiz, Las Vegas. 
Why wouldn't the Republican Party pay for a recount of the votes for the Senate seat in Nevada on behalf of Adam Laxalt? What an excellent question you asked, Paul. So there were a million votes cast in Nevada. Laxalt lost the Senate race by 9,000 votes out of a million. Now, you would think that somebody would pay for the recount. 9,000 you lose by out of a million? I I don't know. Greg Drawhorn, Valley Mills, Texas. Mr. L, last night you said could be detrimental to Republicans to investigate the Bidens at this point. Please elaborate. I just did with the congressman. A lot of independents don't want witch hunts. If you have something, you know, evidence that's fairly solid, then you have to investigate. But witch hunts, no. Jill, you know, from time to time over the last couple of years, my husband and I have talked about the possibility of moving to a different country. That's how fed up we are. But we're not going to do that because this is the best country. We're staying and we're going to fight for our republic. Well, good, Joe. I mean, look, for, I thought about it, you know, just in my old age. I mean, I'm in my old age now, but my older age, I could go to Ireland and live there comfortably. I'd go to Switzerland. Okay, but Ireland, the health doesn't compare to here. So if I get sick, I'm in Ireland, I'm not in America, that's not good. In Switzerland, it's more of a social thing. I mean, it's a very closed society in the cantons. Cantons are like uh, counties. And uh, they're not like welcoming you with pies over there. They're kind of stolid people. Beautiful place, runs perfectly. Uh, Swiss watch. But other than that, you know, I'm not a hot weather guy. I could live in the Caribbean for five months, but a little too hot down there. So I'm staying, and I'm glad you're staying. Now, Dave is uh, listening and watching from Auckland, New Zealand. And he says, you and America are in the same place my country was a few years ago when a socialist government, for the best of reasons, started to distribute welfare. In 2022, their well-meaning stupidity has ruined forever a nation's desire to work and archive for themselves and their families. Please learn from us while there's still time in America. What a thoughtful letter, Dave. Now, I don't know. I've never been to New Zealand. It's on my list. Never been there. But I know that it's a far different country than it was 20 years ago. And that it is a welfare state, New Zealand. Rick DeSanto, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Hey, Bill, even though Christopher Magnus was fired, he's being used as a scapegoat at the border. Doesn't that suggest the Biden administration knows there's a problem? Yeah, but they're not going to do anything about it. These fire guys. Biden doesn't care. Come on. Margot Freer, Medford, Oregon. Do you have any more feelings about getting the new COVID vax? I'm still waiting. I'm going to get a flu shot. Should have gotten one already. Um, but I'm still waiting for the CDC to tell me why I need to get another booster. I got two already. And a lot of my friends are getting COVID and they have three. But they're still getting it. So I'm not getting it until the CDC spells it out a little more vividly. I think that makes sense. Dave Vigil, Herndon, Virginia. My morning ritual consists of hot organic green tea. That's good. A toasted egg sandwich. And the O'Reilly podcast. Now, it's really a broadcast. Uh, the, I know people call it a podcast, but this is a, a broadcast. But that's okay. 
you're watching in the morning. Dave, you'll be happy to know my sandwich is strictly sourdough due to your wise advice. Sourdough bread does not contain sugar. And it tastes good. So why wouldn't you eat it? Why do you want to eat rye and wheat and white when it turns to sugar? Sourdough doesn't. Bingo. Okay. BillOReilly.com Christmas store open for business. We got the greatest things ever. All the killing books, all 12, you can buy them at a great price. Um, And that can be gifts or your library. Then we have the three-book killer bundle, Killing the Mob. Just talked about Capone. That's a big Killing the Mob component. Killing the Legends out right now, major bestseller. And Killing the Killers, which I think you'll find fascinating. And we'll give you $35 off. You buy all three. That is a tremendous, tremendous uh, discount. Then we got the Christmas ornaments, which were one of my favorites. Um, Love them. Then we got the mugs, which I use every single day of my life. Stand up for your country. And on and on and on and on. So please go to the BillOReilly.com Christmas store. You help us and you help yourself. Back with the final thought in a moment. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to The Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I forgot the word of the day. The word of the day is do not be a witling, W-I-T-L-I-N-G, witling. Okay, so tomorrow I'm off because I got to do this medical stuff. So each autumn I kind of tune up the carburetor, um, and I want you to do the same thing. So uh, I got to get stuff taken off me on the melanoma, skin cancer stuff. Not that I have skin cancer. My father died from it. I don't have it. But I'm super aggressive in going in and they freeze the stuff and they do this, they do that. It's not that bad. But boy, I got a you know, DNA problem with that. And then I got some stomach stuff I got to take care of. So I got to be off tomorrow. But I'll be back on Monday and Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. And uh, we will have stuff on BillOReilly.com. Sunday new column we'll have. We got the message of day every day there. And we got the crossword puzzles. And you don't have to be premium members to do this stuff. You just go in there and have a good time. All right? Premium members get all kinds of perks. Concierge members, I've already explained. But you just want to cruise around, have some fun, learn some stuff. You go to BillOReilly.com. So I'll miss you guys tomorrow. And uh, we will see you again on Monday. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go 
to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you.